You're listening to the KB Podcast Network. <laughs> hey, friends, this is Michael McIntyre. I wanted to have a quick announcement right before this amazing podcast. Listen, we got exciting news. We're going to start this next level experience on October 14th, 15th, and 16th, right here in Dallas, Texas. It starts at 2.30 p.m. on Friday, October 14th, and goes to about 9.30 p.m. Friday night, Saturday morning around 7.30 or 8 o'clock in the morning, and goes into about 9.30 Saturday night, and then Sunday morning, it starts at 8 o'clock and goes to about 9.30 to 10 o'clock Sunday night. You get to be at all three days. Each day builds on the next. Look, this is for people whose lives are working. It's transformational. It's experiential learning. You get to experience these things. Kind of like when you learn how to ride a bike or drive a car. You got to experience it. Look, this is not a hospital or a fix-you program. This is to take you to the next level, accelerate you out in whatever it is that you're looking for, whether it's your relational, financial, spiritual, or physical. It's a holistic approach. My wife and I have been doing this for a long time, and it's really great. It's intense. It's fun. It's beautiful. It's Holy Spirit. So come join us. Just go to the website at themichaelmcintyre.com and apply. There's no cost up front. At the end, if you felt it was worth something, you can pay it forward, whatever you think it's worth between you and the Lord. So go check it out at themichaelmcintyre.com. It's next level, baby. Are you ready to take it out? I think you are. Thank you for listening and enjoy this podcast. Welcome to McIntyre's Next Level Podcast, a place for entrepreneurs, leaders, and dreamers to awaken and be activated to their full potential. Are you ready to get out of the boat and experience your next level? Here's your host, Michael McIntyre. Welcome, everybody. This is Michael McIntyre, your humble host of the Next Level Podcast here at McIntyre at Studio M. And we have a special, special guest. I know I say that every week, but this one's really special. And so uh, we just want to say hi and welcome to Cat Nash out there in West Palm Beach and uh, the many but mighty uh, entrepreneur. And uh, welcome, Cat. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Absolutely. It's been a long time coming. And I know, uh, I know we met, I think it was a little bit over a year ago, maybe almost two years ago uh, in Dallas when you uh, found, I think one of your friends, Ashton, found me and then referred me to you and then you called me. And then next thing I know, you bring you and these two mighty women with you to, to Dallas to the next level experience. It's actually funny because I was actually like, um, I remember, I think it was in January or so, and I was scrolling through Instagram and I just heard Michael McIntyre and I went to your page and I'm like, I didn't remember following you. I didn't remember like, um, how it all happened, but then I heard mentorship and I'm like, wow. oh my God, like, am I going to hire him as a mentor? I don't know. Why not? So I, I called you and we chatted and then, yeah. you know, you mentioned, uh, talked about NLE and I'm like, all right, why not? Went and it totally changed my life. So, wow. well, it was really cool because you can't, and I, I didn't know, I didn't know you, I hadn't met you other than talking to you for like 30 minutes on the phone, but you came in and uh, you guys really played, you guys were ballers in there, man. You guys really went all out 
And I love that. And so I got to know you. And then we came down to West Palm Beach and did a couple of things down there and you facilitated, you done leadership. And so you've kind of been running in our tribe for a while and you've got such an amazing background. And not only are you an amazing entrepreneur, a strong believer, uh, and you have a, a fascinating background. I want you to tell our, our listeners and our viewers about your background. And uh, because the way the way you got to where you're at is just it's just remarkable. Thank you. I appreciate it. Well, yeah. So I guess just a brief background. I'm an online fitness coach and I'm super passionate about helping women transform their minds, their bodies, and to help them build confidence because I believe you have a purpose. I believe we all have a unique God-given purpose and we need confidence in order to fulfill that purpose. So that's what I'm passionate about. That's really how my business operates is just based on that theme of helping women build confidence and I guess the whole journey of entrepreneurship has been quite the ride. So uh, <laughs> I'm sure where I need to start from there. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. well, first of all, you've got an amazing deal, and I want to I want to get into how you coach these women and do these things because I think it's remarkable. Uh, and you use, you know, you have the Holy Spirit, and you just let God guide you in this process, which is incredible. And you built you built this uh, huge empire that you've got here, and it's really cool. All right, but it started in Boston, did it not? Yeah. Yeah. So I guess just to rewind a little bit, I actually got into fitness when I was 16 years old. So I uh, got in because I was insecure. I had a lot of people criticize my appearance, my body, and I was very insecure about how I looked. So I initially got into the gym at insecurity, but here's the thing is I actually had spinal fusion surgery. So I was also dealing with a lot of back pain, but because I was so insecure, I'm like, I didn't care. I'm like, I'm willing to injure myself. I'm willing to go to the extreme. So I pushed myself in the gym. All right. Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You had spinal fusion surgery. Now explain that. You kind of just glossed over that cat. I want you to, I want you to kind of explain what that means to our listeners. Okay. So you heard of scoliosis. Just think of a salamander that my spine literally looked like a salamander. I used to be a gymnast and my back got so crooked. I was literally like lopsided. Oh my gosh. I know. I know. So I was in a lot of back pain and it got so bad to the point where my doctor said, if you don't get surgery, you're going to be hunched back by the time you're 40. So, and my lungs would collapse. So it was pretty extreme. So I got the spinal fusion done. So right now I have two titanium rods in my spine. Oh my gosh. (laughs) And how old are you at this point? A 27. Oh my and God. Okay. And then how old when you, or were you when you had the surgery? At uh, 13. Crazy. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you get out of this major surgery, you got two titanium rods in your back, right? And so you go start working out at the gym with your dad. Yes. Yes. So I was 13 when I got it and I dealt with pain a couple years prior to surgery and a lot of pain um, prior I mean, post-surgery, um, I remember in school, like I couldn't go a single day without going to the nurse's office because I had this lingering back pain mm-hmm. and I was drugged on a lot of Advil. Yeah, so my poor liver and kidneys are, you know, wow. and so I was dealing with a lot of pain, but because of that insecurity, I wanted to fix something. I didn't want to play victim. I didn't want to stay stuck. I wanted to do something about it. And so I started pushing myself in the gym and just doing self-research and I don't remember the point where my, my back pain literally just went away. Eventually over time, and I, I went through a lot of trial and error trying to get mm-hmm. fit, but 
within a period of time, I remember just thinking, oh my gosh, I have no more back pain. I don't need Advil anymore. So my back building that muscle are kind of like pillows for your spine. Mm -hmm. And so I learned so much through my journey and just fell in love with the process. And I noticed how my confidence started. Um, I started, it started boosting my confidence. So I started documenting my journey when I was about a sophomore in college. And I was like, why not share this with other women? A lot of them are struggling through this. I went through a lot of trial and error. I want to save them the stress. So I started documenting my journey on Instagram. And over time, the page started growing. And eventually I saw this perfect opportunity. I'm like, why don't I just start a business? Why don't I just coach women? Like I felt this moral obligation to share what I knew and to help them. And so it wasn't until I was a senior in college and I had this vision, this God-given vision to help women transform all over the world. Wow. Yet I had a health science degree. I mean, I was about to graduate and I knew nothing about business. I mean, I didn't even know how credit cards were. I was, I mean, it was serious. Oh gosh, you know. Not know. Uh, oh, all right, I, I won't say that. Somebody not knowing about credit cards. No, no, I knew oh like the basic concept, but I didn't, I was just, it, yeah. it, very basic things I didn't know about business, but I had this burning desire and this passion to, to do it. Yeah. So I was actually on track to go to grad school. So I got the prerequisites to go to grad school. And when I was a senior from senior year until a year after, so within one year period, I worked six different jobs, six different jobs. And I would work two jobs at a time, but I would either get harassed at work I would get terrible hours. The business would close something like insane. It felt like I was in a movie. So six jobs earning pennies. And I'm like, God, why can't I earn enough money? I need to go to grad school so that I can start a business. But I knew deep down, I knew deep down that God's like, no, you don't. That's an excuse, Kat. And so it wasn't until I was working my last job, I was working as a bartender. This is March of 2018. And I worked the entire day and had one customer the entire day. And as I was cashing out, I cashed out with $4 in my hand. (laughs) (laughs) So I went to my car and keep in mind, I'm in like this polo and mini skirt. I was like at this golf. I don't even know what it was. Did you cry? Oh, I cry. I music and I'm crying. I'm like, God, playing victim. Okay. And I'm crying. God, why am I struck? Why can't I earn money? And he goes and he tells me a proverb. And um, I remember, I don't know why I remember from King James Version, but it says, wow. The soul of the sluggard sleeves and gets nothing, but the soul of the diligent is richly rewarded. Come on. Amen. And the Holy Spirit was telling me I was being a sluggard. <laughs> Even though I was technically working hard, I knew deep down, you know, I was convicted that I was being disobedient because yeah. I knew what he was calling me to do. He was so, calling me to act in faith. So at the, this was a demarcation point for you after the $4 earnings that day. <laughs> and so you thought, you know, I'm not going to ever get to this next tax bracket if I do this. And then God spoke to you and said, okay, you got to get over yourself. You got to could not be a victim in this, this situation. Right. And I right. love that. And so now were you, were you still up in the Northeast at this time or were you in Florida? Yeah, I was in, in, up in uh, Massachusetts. Okay. Well, at that time it was a big turning point. I said, God, I just surrender. I said, God, I'm sorry for being disobedient. Like I'm trying to save her for grad school. I'm trying to do all these things as a backup plan, but I'm not acting in faith. And so I called in, put in my two weeks notice. 
called my grad school and said, I'm sorry, I'm not going. And I prayed. I said, Lord, help me build this business in one month. And if you can show me that we can do this together as a partnership, it's not God's doing all the work. I'm not doing all the work. It's a partnership. That's right. right. Then I will be an entrepreneur and I'll be obedient to what you tell me to do. I love it. That's what I did. So I said, okay, God, where do I start? And he said, podcasts. I said, okay. So I started listening to random personal development podcasts. And one thing in particular that he had me work on was my money mindset. He had to retrain me of my mindset around it and see it as like, as a steward, I'm a steward. So, you know, I had some guilt of asking for money with the service, which mm-hmm. if you have that fear, then it's, you know, you can't receive. That's right. And so I had to have a mission. Okay, God, when this money comes in, where do you want, where do you want me to give it? Because I will have that guilt of keeping it all for myself. And so within the one month period, I was working on my money mindset because I didn't know how to sell. I didn't know how to do anything. I just came up with this random program and I said, all right, Lord, I need 100 women to sign up for this program. I didn't have a big following at the time, by the way. Well, what, I, what I love about that, Kat, and, I, and here's one of these platinum nuggets I'd like to point out, is that you put a number on it, right? Yeah. And you put a number on it because look, we worship a, uh, an exact God. We worship a perfect God. And you can't, be, you can't have ambiguity there because that's the enemy, right? And so I love that you put this 100, you know, you, the, the Babe Ruth swinging for the fence. I want 100 women on this deal. I love that. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, I started envisioning too. And, you know, it's even in the Bible, it says that we got to like kind of envision the outcome as well. So yes. envisioning women there, when they look in the mirror, their transformations, how they'll feel. And I just yes. use that as my fuel. Like, it's not about me selling these programs right. is not about me. It's about the transformations they're going to be receiving. And so I, um, I prayed, all right, got 100, um, women sign up and I had a week launch. And I was so excited because I thought that initially when I would launch it, that there would be so many people sign up, but I had like about 15 mm-hmm. and I'm like, all right, that's a little far. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I held on the next day crickets, the next day, maybe one or two signups. And I'm like, okay, God, I'm just, all right. So, you know, it's okay. And one day, so crazy. I got a random message from some random stranger, never talked to this person in my life. And she gave me a prophetic word. She said, Hey, this is so random, but like, I feel like God is telling me like, don't worry about the money that he's going to provide and uh, everything's going to be okay. And I'm like, okay, that's all right. I needed that. So I held on. It's a good word. Yeah. And so I was day six of of, um, the launch. And I had about, I think 30 or so women signed up, which is great. But I, I said, okay, 100 women. And it wasn't until the very last day, I don't know what it was, but I had exactly 100 women sign up. Come on, that sister. was enough to pay off all my student debt. Look at that. I love that. I no like, I, background, no coach, no mentor, no support, no friends to have, nothing. It was just obedience. Yes. See, that's, God, that's just God working and breathing on your life and listening to the Lord. When you heard that King James version of that victimization and, and, and getting out of that, I mean, I love that, Kat. All right, so you go from this, you got this thing launched, you're still in Boston or still in Massachusetts. How do you get down to West Palm Beach, Florida? Well, I also understood the importance of community. <laughs> and um, my friend group back in Boston weren't really, we didn't really have the same beliefs. We weren't really aligned in our, our visions of life. And, you know, when the verses says bad company corrupts good manners. Mm-hmm. And so I knew, okay, I need to just reposition myself because yeah. I felt stagnant. 
And I knew I said, okay, God, like I, I took that money and reinvested back into the business and to hire a coach and wherever God told me to put the money, because again, I'm a steward. It's not my money. It's God's money. And I'm a steward of it. Good. And so I um, ended up randomly moving to Florida and I didn't know anyone there. Just randomly moving to Florida. Well, I went to, I went to college in North Florida, but where I w- went was South Florida. So I didn't know anyone in the area. That's crazy. I love it. So uh, I did it. You <laughs> and, sure uh, did. All right. So you get you, you start this business and I love your, uh, your, your uh, Instagram page, many, but mighty, I think it is. And I remember, I remember when you called me the first time and, and I looked you up uh, you had a lot of followings, but your followings have really increased in the last eight months to a year. Uh, you've got the, you're, you've got this thing built up big and I love the way you do your videos and the way you do all this. And, and, and you are out there, you're authentic, you're real. And lately you've had some major transformations in this. And so I, I want to, and I guess, you know, Stacy and I, uh, and Brianna were, uh, and Brecca, she follows you too. And I know, cause we were all down there in Florida together, but uh, you had this reel and I came across your reel and it was a real reel. <laughs> and what I loved is, you know, I want you to share it in your own words. Cause I think, I think one of the reasons that you're on here is because of that for me. And uh, it just really captivated my heart. And I just thought, wow, Kat's really, she's really gone deep into this process. And not that you haven't before, but this has been, this has been really a, a game changer for you here recently. And so tell our listeners about how this transformation, this recent transformation came about. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I guess before I, I, I talk about that, I do want to mention that last March, not this past March, but the previous March, I went to NLE to your event. Mm-hmm. And during this time, I got delivered of you know, major insecurity about myself. Wow. Yes, and Lord. so as I mentioned earlier, I got into fitness out of insecurity. Right. And some of those insecurities stayed, you know, about my parents. So as my page grew, people think that as your page grows, you build more confidence, but instead mm-hmm. it actually made me more self-conscious because I have this pressure to look a certain way, to be fit all the time and X, Y, right. and Z. Yep. And so I was dealing with a lot of self-criticism, perfectionism, and just this pressure. And after NLE, I literally felt just free from it. Come on. Fully set free. Thank you, Jesus. And it was a freedom I've never experienced. And I came home and months after I noticed a shift in everything I did. I was no longer people pleasing. I was no longer afraid of speaking. I was no longer to u- afraid to use my voice. Everything just completely mm-hmm. night day changed. But I noticed that in June and July, this past June, July, I noticed that that criticism kept coming back. Mm-hmm. And instead of my body being critical of this, it was about my face. Wow. And it was like this. It, it, and I noticed too, that I was stuck and talk, just scrolling on Instagram aimlessly, you know, at nighttime. And I just noticed that I'm like, oh my God, I, I, I sat back for a second and I thought, what happened? Mm. this is not what I got delivered from. I felt like I was kind of like, who am I to teach women about confidence and feeling confident in your skin and everything and what you do. And I'm over here criticizing myself. So I felt like a total hypocrite. So I said, all right, I need to step back because I, I can't do this. And so I took time off of Instagram and during that time, it's really just been, it was one of the hardest months of my life, honestly. Really? one of the hardest months because I was dealing with a lot of just, I mean, we're in a spiritual battle. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt. 
chronic torment about my, I went to this crazy identity crisis of like, who am I? What is my purpose? And Mm -hmm. it was very heavy and I fell into a depression. And during that time, I I had no choice but to cling on to God. And in that time, the Lord started showing me things I needed to let go of. Mm -hmm. And a lot of it was tied to my identity because he was showing me, goes, Catherine, there's a lot of things that you have tied to your identity that are not of me, Come on. that are stopping you and blocking your ability to receive from me. Yeah. So I said, okay, God, I surrender. What, what is it that you need me to let go? And he goes, I want you to purge half your closet. Wow. That's a big deal. <laughs> and I said, all right, God, because my identity's not, because here's the thing. And he started showing me why. So I made this whole list of everything I needed to let go of certain people in my life, certain, mm-hmm. um, I pruned all my music. I got rid of all secular music. Mm-hmm. He started showing me too. And I didn't know why at first. And he started showing me that there's a spiritual like implications in these things. So for instance, because I attached my identity to my mm-hmm. looks, because I, I was, um, I thought that if I'm not fit, I'm not worthy to be a coach. Mm-hmm. I tied it to, um, appearance. And so I had to prune things that were tied to that. So yeah. I pruned my closet. And I want to just, I want to point out a platinum nugget here again, which is so good, you know, because look, you know, especially being a young lady like yourself and and a beautiful woman and into fitness, you know, and we all, you know, you know, I've got daughters your age, right? And so I know people get caught up in the, in in the social media and the comparison spirit, it hits hard. And, uh, you know, the social media, as we talk about, you know, it's, it's good and it's evil. Right. And so you really have to have that discernment. And what I love that you did is look at that and say, okay, where's my identity caught up at right here? Is it my clothes? Is it my workout? Is it my car? Is it my, you know, whatever. And you took a hard look at that cat and that was very mature. And I love the spiritual maturity in this process. So go ahead. I just wanted to point that out. I think it's a really big platinum nugget. Yeah, I appreciate that. And I, um, it was tough too, because it, it took a while. And I, I just, I donated half my closet. It took a full day to just organize and just prune because all that was old cat. And it was interesting because as I was clearing out, the Holy spirit would highlight certain things and memories associated with those clothing. Mm. So I got this when I was feeling really insecure one day, throw that out. I got this when um, mm. I was having a rough day and X, Y, and Z got rid of that. And anything that was just, associated to just my former way of being I just I said does this represent like a godly woman is this something that I want to show you know is this a good representation to me and I just pruned out half of it and so I made this list and and um one of the last things on the list uh God highlighted my car yeah I know that's a bad boy I said all right God you're you're just teasing me you're silly <laughs> and um I wrote that down. I said, okay, God, if this is really, oh, this is really inconvenient. I do not want to have to go through the whole, you know, car dealers and the process. And I said, okay, if this is you, then please just make this, just facilitate this process. Good. So the next day I get in the car, I turn on the car and my check engine light goes off. <laughs> Wait, so I'm like, uh, you're funny. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I go to the auto shop. I kid you not, this is the day after. I go to the auto shop and they check out the engine. They're, apparently there's this weird ticking that I didn't even notice, by the way. And he said that it was my timing chain and variator. 
and that that would be about a seven thousand dollar fix. Oh my gosh! So oh. this is a nice vehicle too. I don't know if you want to share it. Yeah, uh, yeah we, we see we seen your bad boy down there in Florida, yeah. and it, it's a bad it was a bad boy. And so you you this is a high dollar um, automobile, yeah SUV. And you know what, this car, um, I'll kind of break that down in a little bit, but I took it in and he said it was a $7,000 fix. And the first thing that comes to my mind, Michael was, all right, here's my money. All right. That was what I went through my head. Cause I love this thing. You know, right. A lot of, um, my identity was attached to in that I had worked my butt off. I earned that. I bought that when I was 24 years old mm-hmm. and I wanted to prove to myself what I was capable of. I wanted mm-hmm. to prove to the haters and whatever. And because of that, that's actually rooted in insecurity. Why am I trying to prove to anyone? That's right. Oh my God. That's right. I'm even trying to prove to myself. And to me, it was a it was a way of um, asserting respect because mm-hmm. a lot of people say, "Oh, she's just a social media influencer who just posts workouts." And I wanted to, you know, it was in, I was insecure when I bought it because I thought now I'll be respected. Sure. And, that's the enemy. That's the enemy working on us. Absolutely. Right. And, and yeah. as God showed me that, I'm like, okay, yeah, I don't want to have to prove anything. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my worth's not tied to that either. That's right. Even if I drove like a worn down Toyota, it doesn't depreciate my worth at all. Amen. It's, and so I took it in and God highlighted, he goes, yeah, Kat, get rid of the car. So I sold it. And um, I ended up getting a Jeep Wrangler, which I love, but it doesn't have that same like right. attachment. I, I understand. Right? I, I understand. And, yeah, but it was a big step. Yep. And but there was also a freedom associated with that, with that surrender. Yes. Because it, it it was like the last draw. It was like the last thing that I need to get rid of. Um, and it just allowed me to just remember who, where my identity is from. It's from gone what he says about me. Come on. It's because it's so- Go ahead. I, I tied a lot of my worth, not just to, you know, oftentimes people tie it to money. They tie mm-hmm. it to success. They tie it to their looks. And to me, a lot of it was tied to what I do and how much I help people. And I thought the more impact I make, the more value, valuable I am. And um, the more I accomplish, the better of a person I am. Mm-hmm. Such a lie. That's Amen. religion right there. That's Amen. Religion. That's so good. That's so good. I had to prove all these religious beliefs and I had to get to a place where I'm like, truly, Lord, if I have you plus nothing, I have everything that I need. That's right. That's exactly right. It's something we know, but I didn't know it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and and what I love what you're saying, Kat, is so true because look, you do have a purpose. Your purpose, you you are, God has given you a huge platform and he's blessed you with this platform. And I like the way you talk about the way money coming in and stewarding it well, which, which is really important. And, but we also, and there's nothing wrong with nice things. There's nothing wrong with material things unless we attach our identity to it. Yes. So I had, I had a a $62,000 Patek Philippe for a long time. Right. Watch, right. Beautiful watch, diamond bezel. And I could not go out of the house without that watch. Because it was tied to my identity. So I, I got rid of that watch because <laughs> that's not what, and it happened right after I gave myself to, to Jesus. And so, because that's not, material things are nice. And I, I listen, I like flying private. I like staying in suites. I like, and I enjoy going to nice dinners. I do, but it's not my identity because I, because that's, and that's what I, I, I see how God worked with you because you do have a huge platform and you're real that you talked about this 
was profound. And I love the way you broke this down. And and I love the way God gives you a sign. Hey, you're, check your engine, sister. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's just so cool. All right. So what happened then? You got you got rid of that. And then you, you switched it. You downsized a little bit. You got something, but it's still nice. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Another thing, too, as silly as this sounds, like because I um, grew up feeling very, very insecure, a lot of things I did subconsciously were to mask the insecurities. Mm. For me, I actually have a huge passion for fashion and makeup. I totally do. But a little bit of it was actually rooted in insecurity. Mm. It's okay. Like you said, it's okay to love nice things. It's okay to love fashion and makeup and beauty. But if you're doing to mask an insecurity, there's a big difference. And so I even did things. I had like these lash extensions that I love my glam, but the Lord said, you know, because I was made fun of my eyes when I was younger, I Ah. consciously wore them to make my eyes look bigger, but I didn't consciously think that, but God highly just get rid of the lashes. See, that's so mature that that you can, you figure back to that trigger point, you know, listen, you know, God made you just the way he wanted to make you, you know, and you're beautiful in that. And when, and, and, and every, we all, we need different of everything. Yes. And so I love that you tied this back in. All right. So you come off this, this, you take five weeks off of all social media. All right. So tell me about the first few days. Was it like, oh my God, I'm having withdrawals. What happened? Yeah. Well, it was good because it it made me just reaffirm not only my identity, but it also helped me get realigned with my purpose on there. Because also on Instagram, I capped my my um what I posted because I believed that people only wanted me for fitness. Mm. So I believe that line because of that, I per- capped myself from speaking. It was this lie too that people only want me for X, Y, and Z. That wow. that's worth lies up to. And so I needed that time to take a step back and reaffirm and realize, okay, Catherine, like, and and deal with possible rejection as well. Mm. Again, get really solid in my relationship with God and my identity, because I'm going to offend some people. I'm going to do something that (laughs) some people are not like me. And I had to get to that place where I'm truly, because otherwise I'm serving myself and I'm not serving God. Yeah. Because what, and, and I posted this the other day and I think I love this cat is so profound is you know your mission is is higher and above their judgment of your mission yeah and so that's where you step into you've got to step above that judgment and listen we're all going to be judged you're like we talked earlier on the pre-show we're always going to have haters yeah yeah I mean, Jesus had his fair share, you know, they nailed him to a cross. And so, uh, so we thank God we won't have that issue, but you're always going to have haters. And what I love is that you put it out there. You put it out there authentically. You put it out there for Jesus and you didn't do it for anything other than for your identity with the Lord. And I think that's huge and it's profound. All right. So you're going through this period and, uh, I know some of your friends out there did, did Ashton contact you and say, what are you doing? Cause I know she's one of your friends or no. did no. <laughs> All right. So well, what, what did your friends and family say when you weren't showing up on uh, social media? No, she's awesome. And Ashton's one of them who also encouraged me through it, you know, mm. encouraged me to take time off too. Good. And um, she's awesome. She's just awesome. And I just knew too, I, I knew that I had to really um, just rely on God for when time was right to get back on because I didn't want to get stuck into that old toxic scrolling. And so I, I dedicated, I made the promise to myself when I'm on, I'm going, I'm going to show up. I'm going to speak. I'm going to do what God tells me to do. And I am not scrolling anymore. Awesome. Period. It's good. Completely. 
because I know the trap and I know, oh, just five minutes, just mm -hmm. watch stupid memes and stupid videos and, you know, but I know, I know like the dangerous trap that can happen. I know myself, some people are have more, you know, good right. boundaries, but I needed really, really strict boundaries in place Good. because I didn't want to, you know, see what other people are posting and think, oh, no one's posting about Jesus then, you know, and, and get in my head at all. I just wanted to, to show up whatever God wants me to share. I'm going to share. I'm going to take time to respond to comments, messages, and support my friends, and then I'm getting off. That's awesome. And I love it. I've had more peace doing that, Michael, than I've ever had in seven years having this platform. Come on, Kat. I love the way you stepped into this place. All right, so uh, I, I want, and and for those that you don't know who this is, go check out her mini but mighty Instagram post. It's amazing. And watch her reel about this. It's really, really heartfelt, and it's, it's a blessing, and you keep on bringing up more things on there. All right. So tell us about your business. Uh, your business has blown up here in the last couple of years and you're doing really well. Uh, thank you, Jesus. And so tell us, what is it that you do? And I know you've got one-on-one -on -one coaching with your, with your business. What is it? What, is, and you know, you've got these amazing videos and you're fit and you're doing, I, I watched you the other day, you're lifting like, I don't know, 400 pounds. Like, oh my gosh, I feel so weak. I can't even, you know, I gotta, I'm like, Dude, that's incredible. So tell us about what you do for a living. Uh, yeah, so really my favorite program, the program that I'm really um, encouraging people in is my one-on-one -on -one coaching. Mm -hmm. And so it is a mix of personalized coaching. So you get your personalized eating structure plan based on your lifestyle and your goals, because we all have different lifestyles. That's right. Some work in hospitals, some work in night shifts. Some people are stay-at-home moms. Like it has to be catered to that person. It has to be realistic. So um, I follow the flexible dieting approach. And this is what I recommend because it gives us freedom and flexibility to eat what we want. There's really, um, of course, we'll give recommendations on healthy foods and, and you know, guidelines. But I really want to teach women to uh, figure out what works for them, what they truly enjoy. If you hate chicken, rice, and broccoli, by all means, please do not eat that. <laughs> I don't want to eat that. So it's really just figuring out what we like and how we can make little tweaks to make it more sustainable and enjoyable. And I also offer, I also, um, there's a massive um, educational component as well. So not only do you get your personalized workout and um, meal plans, but you also get um, a lot of training principles and that way you can take this information apply for the rest of your life. I don't want this to be um, a short, quick fix. I want you to take these, these things, apply it, and really absorb this information so that you can teach your family. You can That's teach awesome. your husband. You can teach your friends and yeah. family. So I have a course um, attached to it and a lot of mindset and personal development um, principles in there as well. I'm big into personal development, journaling, working on your mindset, building your confidence. So there's that, that component as well ingrained in the program. I love it. And so you have clients all over the country, all over the planet. What, I mean, there, I mean, you've got a massive following on Instagram, but they're all over the place. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I had some from China at one point and England and Spain. It's, it's really awesome. That's really cool. I like the way and and you bring God into this. And now you probably have some people that that aren't you know that aren't believers, but you still they still follow you because they want to get the health benefits. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. so, uh, so all right. So let me ask you this. So let's say somebody says, "Yeah, I want some one-on-one -on -one coaching from you." And is and or they do you have an e-course that they can also download to? Um, we're actually working on something right now. Good. Good. Yes. But if you're interested, you can feel free to just shoot me a message. Okay. Um, 
shoot me a message on Instagram. Okay. And I think that's the best place to reach because- And you've got a link tree on there too, don't you? Yes. Yes. Okay. There's a link. If you're like, you know, if you don't have any questions really about the program itself, you can book a consultation right from there. But if you have questions, you're like, okay. hey, is this a fit for me? You can shoot me a message. All right. So uh, I want you guys to go check this out. It's called Mini But Mighty. Yes. And uh, it's Catherine Nash. I love your name. You've got a beautiful name. And uh, you're going to you're going to see this chick out there on this Instagram. <laughs> it's like, wow, she's a, she is a baller out here, man. She is making it happen. And I love that you got God in your life and you're and so you've been you've been really active. And I know you've got some really cool friends, which I know as well. And you guys really kind of keep each other in in that. And you guys go to worship and you guys go and hang out. And 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 we did some stuff together in NLE. And I just love the way you guys are show up, especially, you know, you guys, I you guys have brought people in. I know somebody come in and say, yeah, we just met uh, uh, Kat and Ashton on the beach and, and Ash on the beach and said to get to Dallas. And so they did because you guys are major influencers on there. And I love the way you guys take this really seriously. And and you coming into this five week deal. So, all right, tell me about your reentry into looking at social media. And you were you were you don't want to get on the reel or on the scrolling because all of a sudden two hours goes by, right? And so you didn't want to do that. So, how did you how did you position your heart into that process? Because I think there's a lot of young ladies out there listening and young young men who get into this. I I don't scroll that much. Every now and then I look at something, but I know sometimes it can be really habit forming. So, how did you check your heart in that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just saw like how intense this, this past month was and realizing, holy crap. Like I knew that if I continued that behavior and I knew if I was easily distracted, that I would not fulfill the call that God has in my mind. I just knew it because I knew like, because I was in so much distress, like I knew where it came from and a lot of it was social media. Mm-hmm. And so because of that, I, um, I just see it now, my platform as it's God's platform. I've completely surrendered it. I have completely surrendered how it's going to turn out, how it's going to be. I've completely surrendered the fact that, hey, if I just completely turn it all speaking, motivational speak, which is it's shifting big time, still fitness, but it's going to be a lot more speaking, Good. Um, but just surrendering how it's going to turn out, how it's going to be the comp, like everything. And um, because I fully surrender, I mean, in my heart, like fully surrendered it, I have this peace and I just see it as a ministry now and just, I love it. Wow. That's awesome. All right. Well, you're, you're special. You're very special. And uh, at 27 years old, such wisdom. And I'm just so delighted. All right. So uh, two things I always ask my uh, guest is what scripture are you sitting on right now? And what book, if any, are you reading that might be interesting to us? Yeah. Oof. Okay. <laughs> I love okay. the oof. <laughs> Right. Well, just, this is so like a little bit off topic, but one thing in particular, God has been highlighting this verse. I actually created it and put it on my wall over there, but it is, it's funny because I remember the verse, but specifically (laughs) Proverbs 3, 9, honor him with your first fruits, with every increase that comes to you. I can't believe that I do not remember it. And so- Excuse me. Yeah. What God's teaching me is really just about stewardship right now. Mm-hmm. And um, he's, he's been teaching me too about like this, you know, we have like the natural laws, right. But also God also created like spiritual laws yep. and spiritual ways of doing things that hustle right. will never teach you because they're all about grind and hustle and do, you know, but God has been teaching me about operating from rest and, and um, really just 
practicing that generosity muscle. Come on. I love that. Show me with that is every time I get like money coming in, he goes, all right, I'm going to give you a specific dollar amount. I'm going to tell you where to give that. Instead of I'm going to take this money, pay off my bills, pay off this, and then take the rest. Because what that's doing is it's showing God, this money comes from you and I'm going to give you the first and I'm going to give you the best. And so that what he's been showing me is actually a secret to actually building wealth. Yes. Generosity. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Yes. So I, you know, in in that place too, where I'm like, because I'm, I'm at a place where I'm like, all right, God, my life is yours. That even if I'm broke on the streets, whatever, you know, (laughs) I'm in that place. (laughs) You won't ever be that, but I get it. I understand. Of course, of course. Cause he's faithful and he's, and he sees everything you're doing and he sees your heart in it. So I guess that's really just kind of my theme recently is that, that generosity and just being consistent with that. I love it. I love it. Yeah. The Bible says the first fruits and uh, Robert Morris book, you know, uh, blessed life taught me that a long time ago too, which changed Stacy and I's life dramatically. All right. So what book are you reading right now? Or if any, or are you listening to any audibles? Mm, I love, you know, Andrew Womack. Have you heard of yes. him? Yes. Yes. My favorite. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's, I love that he's a teacher and he just mm-hmm. breaks everything down very, very, um, very well. Uh, and just one, one book that I really honed in on recently was Galatians. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that, the whole book was God was kind of convicting me about just religious beliefs that I was holding on to that I was worth worthy because of my performance. And what he showed me, there's actually one, one specific chapter that stood out was Galatians five. And Paul is pretty much like yelling at this church saying, you guys, like, I literally told you what Jesus mm-hmm. came for is that you are saved by your faith alone. You're not justified by w- your works. Now you're saying that you're justified by faith and you have to get circumcised and you have to do all this. Mm-hmm. When you're doing that, you're cutting off God's grace. Mm-hmm. And what God showed me was all these things that I was doing at my own strength and why I always felt burnt out and why I was always stressed and why I never felt like rested because there were certain things I was doing that were yeah. not in flow and operating from rest. So and good. so because I thought that I, I, it was hard to balance. Okay. When do we take dominion and take ownership? And when do we actually give it to God? Finding that balance is hard. Yeah. Right? And so that's really, but I'm meditating on is, is, taking a step back and really, I don't have to do it all. You know? That's right. And very profound. Well, when I, the, the other thing you said earlier on, which I think is great, great. is that, you know, I, I'm partnering with God in this ministry, in this business. And I think when we sit there and we take that and we bring God into that and say, okay, uh, it's like my friend, David Green said, okay, God, I'm going to give you Hobby Lobby. You're going to be the CEO. And then boom, things start happening. So what you said, Cat is so good uh, partnering with God. And that doesn't mean you just let God do all the work. No, God wants you to move as well. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and that's yeah. what you're doing. That, and that's what you did. You took action. You took a five week fasting on social media, which absolutely changed everything. And you said, okay, God's got to redirect my identity. Where do I get my identity? I get my identity from Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior. And that's where you got it. And that's how he He reestablished your plumb line, which then when you get into that plumb line with, the, with Jesus, then you get into the river and the flow of life, and which comes with health, which comes with happiness, which comes with joy, which comes with financial restoration. Yeah. And so yeah. you're on it, sister. Look, there's, you know, I, many but mighty is just so, is just such a great name for you. And I, I, I don't know when you came up with that handle, but it's, <laughs> it really is. All right. Now, do you have a website people can check out or just go to the Instagram? They can find everything. Yeah. 
I think Instagram is the best place. Okay. All right. So go check out Mini But Mighty. And uh, yeah, I think you're going to be pleasantly impressed and surprised and laugh and uh, and maybe even cry a little bit on some of this. Because one of the things that you're really doing, Kat, <laughs> is, really cool, is being authentic. Yes? Yeah. Yeah. Because you are, you're really being real. And I, I think, you know, and, you know, I think that authenticity shines through and that's why people are really good. So you've gotten a lot of good responses and uh, from your revelation here recently. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. More is positive than negative, you know, surprisingly. I mean, of course, I get some people like do the, you know, the throw up emoji when I talk about Jesus, like, you know, those confident. Of course. How can you get offended? I mean, I feel, I'm like, how can you get offended about that? You that's know? it, right? Yeah, you know, they it, love their life. Yeah, <laughs> you know? that's right. That's right, and it's about them anyway. So, all right. Well, thank you so much yeah. for being. You are so next level. You are, and uh, if there was a next next level, that that would be you, uh, Catherine Nash. And you have done so good. I'm real proud of you uh, for you standing in, in in the in the gap with Jesus and saying this is the stake that I'm putting in the ground. And you do exactly. you do it beautifully. And uh, because look, you're you're in a place where you you could really go the other way, and you chose not to. And I'm really I'm just impressed with that and taking yourself on. So thank you for being part of uh, Next Level Podcast, sister. Appreciate it. And you know what? To the listeners, you guys need to go to NLE. It's gonna change your life. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> baby. When is the next NLE? Uh, we've got it's in October. It's coming up October 14th. To the listeners, 16th. you need to go. You need to go. This is gonna change your life. That was literally pivotal, and that's literally what led to this transition. Come on. Come on. Well, no, thank you. Life changing. Well, I, you know, it, it's just, it's a Holy Spirit experience and uh, it's not for snowflakes. I'll tell you that, but, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. it, it, but you're, you know, yeah. And I thank you for that endorsement. I really do. Yeah. All right, sister, you go out there and make a difference like, like you are. Say hi to all your friends. God yeah. bless you. And uh, keep on lifting those weights and keep on changing women's lives for the better. Yeah. You're such an amazing woman. Thank you, sister. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to the Next Level Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and share. For more resources to help you maintain your next level life, join our community at themichaelmcintyre.com.